Yanas and Yanats out there, the Podcast Royale, the fastest-selling boxing event in Australian history, is coming up. As you know, Bryzy and myself are fighting Marty and Michael. We're currently taking sponsorship opportunities for anyone who may be interested in this amazing fight night. Why would you want to sponsor us, you ask? Well, first of all, there's two of us. So double exposure, exactly from the start. Secondly, we are the main event. All eyes are on us. If you're interested in getting your logo out there for the world to see, send us an email to propertryyarn at gmail.com. Not interested in sponsoring us, but still want to be a part of the night in some form of sponsorship? Well, there's an array of different opportunities available as well. If this is the case, express your interest to contact at alpha-events.com.au. God, yeah, can't wait to see you all and get keen for us to bash these clowns. Oh, fuck yeah. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the Big Knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, Holy fuck! The cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn podcast, the show at which we extract the best and the wildest yarns from uh, the best people around the world. Uh, my name's Knuckles and in the studio today we have a... Uh, Long-term mate of mine, Bubba Tilly, let the good times roll. No, I've got a couple couple yarns uh, outside the box, not my yarns. When I was um, in Charleville, had a few wild relations, you know, like <laughs> when, I, when I talk about my family, my mum was the only, only daughter and there was ten brothers and I think every ten brothers had at least three kids. At least. At least three kids. So our family's huge. Anyway, this is before I ever been the like I've been the birds for once before this, and I was two. Yeah, don't remember it. So I was like, I want to do Birdsville, and my cousin goes, Yeah, I remember one day we'll, we'll go to Birdsville. Me and the other two cousins. I was like, Oh yeah, well stone, well eating cookies and <laughs> eating the brownies and smoking smoking weed, cruising along. He said we're in between Quilpie and Windora for the, for you people out there. It's a long way of fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you'd be lucky to see anything. So anyway, cruising along, he said, we've come up over this ridge and we'll in the old cruiser, cruising along, sorting along, I should say. He said, there was a tin man and an elephant. And I looked at him, I said, what do you mean? This is four o'clock in the morning, we're going to mush these few we're going out mushroom. What do you mean? He goes, exactly what I mean. Like we thought we were seeing shit. He said, I've, he goes, I've just hit the skids of this cruise and the cruise is just, you know, sliding down the road and we're all sitting there and we're all sweating and shaking. And he goes, three of us in the front seat of the old old cruiser and mind you, they're not little little blokes. <laughs> and no one said a word for about 30 seconds and one of them popped up and said, was that a fucking elephant? Sure enough, they've turned around and there's these two blokes running across, across the clay pan there at <laughs> Windora and they're just running. He said, I've gone through the table drains and I'm just into the cruise and chase them. He said, I've never seen two blokes run so fast. He said, they were just running. Anyway, we've gone into Windora, the Yabby races, the old, yeah. the old Wednesday night Yabby races. So we're there drinking and that. And here's the tin man and the elephant. And he goes, I grabbed him and I said, you gave me the biggest fucking heart attack I've ever had in life. This bloke turned around and said, 
you made me shit myself. <laughs> he goes, oh, I thought you were going to run us over. He goes, you're lucky you went through that creek. He said, I shit myself. He said, we, we had some hash cookies and sure enough, we sent an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in stitches. Like, I, I was in stitches and said, I need to do this. And I need to get the birds. I need to get the birds. And at this time, I was making a little bit of coin, you know, riding track work. Did the same thing you did, Big Nucks. And yeah. the old Yeti, I was, I was going through. I wanted a gorilla suit. And I was just adamant to buy it. But every gorilla suit I got, you had to be six foot. <laughs> yeah. And I was three foot. I couldn't yeah. find one. I was like, oh, that's shit. Because I just wanted to do that. Yeah. And I, oh, mate, it was a great. Uh, I'm in stitches. I'm thinking, Surely this is a lie. <laughs> sure enough, I went to the next cousin. Story matched up exactly. Line for line. Fair yeah. enough. Went to the next cousin, asked him. Line for line. I said it had to be true because no way could these, like, it was just just too straight that line. Yeah. And the stories matched. And I said, that's the coolest thing Fuck yeah. I've ever <laughs> witnessed in life. Was like the tin man <laughs> and an elephant. <laughs> But I, <laughs> you just imagine how made in that elephant suit thing. Oh, here we're cool. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they they told me the only thing that saved them was a creek. They were going to wheel around there and, like, you just, know. Yeah, play them over. No, I weren't going to run them over, but they were going to pull them up and say, what the fuck is this? But anyway, Especially out in that country. Like, you're in the middle of nowhere. That's Min Min country. Like, yeah, that's proper. That's proper Min Min Land yeah, out there. yeah, 100%. mate. I was in stitches. I thought like, that was the greatest story I've ever heard. And, and oh, I had to follow through. I had to go through to every car. Like there was three of them in the car. Yeah, and it was just line for line. That's I said, unreal. I said no. And mind you, this was ten years later. Like this wasn't the other day story. This, yeah, was, you know, happened to them first. First, fuck. Time. I said, yeah, that's great. But I got another yarn. It's not mine. I wish it was because it's a fantasy come true. If you ask me. Okay. Can't name names, but they're good friends. Sorry, mate. Now, the other day is I said I was coming on the Proper True Yarn podcast. He goes, I got one for the big nucks. I said, do ya? I said, he goes, yep, but you can't tell them who or what or how. I said, right, no worries. He said, me and a mate wheeled out grade 12 school teachers. I said, bullshit. So that's a dream come true. In grade 12. In grade 12. Yeah, yeah. And they're grade 12 school teachers. Yeah. He goes, I wanted such and such, but me mate wheeled her and I got, you know, such and such. I said, oh, I guess you're not happy with that. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, tick off the box. Fair enough. He goes, so five five and went into the rooms and done what we had to do. Out we went. A couple of years later, I started dating this Sheila. Was a fucking school teacher's daughter. What? Said bullshit. Said the most awkward Christmas dinner I've ever had. Three years he dated her. Holy fuck! I said that's a proper true yarn. And he said, well. he said if you tell that you can't. He said I can't say names. I said, well. now big dog, that's too that's too good not to. <laughs> I said that is my dream. Yeah, but not to date him. He goes, that was my proper true yarn. Yeah, well, was, and obviously not with her anymore. No, nah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was nine or yeah. ten, ten girlfriends ago. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And definitely wasn't his daughter? No. No. I was the same age. You can't be. 
The daughter was the same age as him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. he was 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. School teacher yeah, yeah. was 30 okay. odd. Yeah, yeah. You know. I thought he might have been nah. a, bit, a bit older fella. Nah. It, all, it all got nah. proper pear nah, shape. It was, only, it, was only, it was only 12 months to 18 months after he'd done the school teacher, he started dating this year. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. Didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas dinner. Mm. Holy oh, I said, mate, <laughs> I would have had to say something. <laughs> I would have just been like, your mum's better. Or yeah. something, but anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd uh, share that one. He might, he might ring up one day, Nunks. So you never oh, know. Just, just yeah, just jam a few down. He, he might, he might get a bit, a bit intoxicated one day and just let that slip. I yeah. hope he does, but I'm not telling you who. No, it is. that's right. No, no, I, I fucking wait for the call. No, nah, but look, uh, you know, all my stories are being out west. You know, before I become a jockey. I thought I'd seen a lot. I thought I'd travelled a lot. But being a jockey, I went from, from Cairns all the way to Melbourne, all the way to Birdsville in the West. You know, there was not a race meeting I haven't been to as a rider now. I was fortunate enough to win a Cairns Cup. I won a fair few up there. First year at Cairns and I thought, you know, like, oh, I'm pretty wild. Yeah. But they're just a different breed up north. Yeah. Different breed. First year I ever went north... I um, won the guineas. It was, you know, only worth 50000 It's worth a lot more now. I thought, how good is this? And I went to a place. First of all, I, I went up there with, a, with, an old, with an older mate. He's got kids my age. Grubby Day. We call him Grubby Day. Yeah. Nathan Grubby Day. He had these two young birds. He goes, not telling you where I'm, Bubba, not telling you where I'm. I said, Grub. I said, I'm by myself. I was like, you know, this is 6.30 at night. Yeah. After the after the race, I said, "I'm by myself. Come and tell me where you are. I'll come have drinks and beer. Nah, nah. You'll take the girls off me. You'll take." I said, "I don't want the girls. I just want you know, uh, whatever." And we'll rewind twelve hours at the airport in in Twombury's There got the RMs. He goes, "Baba, you need to buy RMs. You can't be a North Queensland rider if you don't have RMs." You, you know, rah rah rah. I said, "RMs." I said, "I'm not spending seven hundred dollars on RMs." Yeah. Anyway. No, you need them, you need them, you need them. So, right, right, right. So sitting at the airport, airplane's delayed. I've ordered a pair of RMs, you know, boom. Got myself a pair. So, there you go. He goes, make sure you get the leather soles. Make sure you get the, you can't get the rubber soles. <laughs> so yeah, I got the leather soles, you know, right, right, right. Fast forward 12 hours. He wouldn't tell me where he was. 20 minutes later, I get a phone call. So what do you want? I need your help. What's wrong? He goes, I just got bashed. So what do you mean he's got bashed? He goes, I'm at such and such, hurry up, so I've, you know, legged it there, you know. I'm in me Gucci loafers because I'm a, I'm a Gucci man. Yeah. I'm thousand dollar Gucci loafers. I'm running to this, to Grubby, you know, following me maps. Oh, Jesus, fucking 800 metres. You know, not real fit. Get there. So what happened is, got to cut a Bobby's eye. So what happened? Security guards, security guards. <laughs> then he's in stitches. So what happened? He said, your mate was sticking up. For these two backpackers. I said, why? What happened? He said, oh, so we've kicked him out. He's gone. He said, but a bloke was harassing these blokes and your mate was walking along with a handful of drinks. And he pulled up and said, oi, don't be saying that to them girls, you know, have respect. And the bloke turned and said, what are you going to do, you little, you little cunt? And pushed him and he's dropped his drinks. And he said, is he a jockey? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, tell him to stick to that because he went to punch old mate. As he went to punch old mate, he slipped on the polished floors and went, went ass up. And as he was going down, old mate just punched him, 
and just split his eye open. He goes, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. He said, oh, mate, just lay there. He said, your mate didn't move. I said, I've gone off. I said, Grub, what happened? He told me, he goes, the, f- the fucking RMs, mate, the fucking RMs. All this polish for the fucking RMs. And I, mind you, he's lost the two girls that he didn't want, he didn't want me to come. Didn't want to shit, yeah. Yeah, didn't want, didn't want to, you know, me to be around. Lost them. Got a split over his eye and I'm in stitches. I'm like, I've just ordered a pair of these and I don't want them now. <laughs> and he's, you know, let's let, let's go let's go to Gilligan's. Let's go to fucking Gilligan's. Yeah. Right, oh. so we're walking along the Gilligan's, and I didn't know the place existed, but it was called the is it the Sheeran Shed? Or yeah, dancing on tables, dancing on the, the table. wool, the wool the shed. shed, the, the wool, wool shed. shed, the wool shed. Anyway, for, like first time in Cairns, like I've <clears throat> I've never gone past. Rocky. Yeah. Know? First time in Cairns. I said, no, well, go on here. Like, you know, the guy I rode the winner for, Daryl Hanson's in here. And I've walked in and Daryl's a big man, like solid man. He's on top of this table with high top Connies, shorts and a, and a shirt, <laughs> dancing on the table. <laughs> and all I remember is looking up, I was like, how cool is this? And he's picked me up. And, yeah, blah, blah. We're, you know, high five and cheering. And this is 7.30 at night. We're blind at this stage because we've been wasting all day. Like, it only takes two or three drinks and we're drunk, you know. Yeah. Nothing. Something. And this... Sheila sits this empty cup down and he's just drop kick this ball, just drop kick this glass and just bent it like Jonathan Thurston. And I'd, it's gone out the window. <laughs> I was just like, can you not get kicked out of these places? And they said, no, nah, this is this is like Bali. We'll do what we want here. And I was just like, I'm never leaving Cairns. <laughs> and I've gone back ever since. Yeah. Every year. Religious, every year carnival. Never ride there, never ride there through the year. Carnival time. Bang. Bang. 12 months in advance, walk to hotels. Yeah. Bang. That fucking bullshit's unbelievable. Oh, it's terribly unbelievable. <laughs> but then then I went up there after COVID and they tell me they um they shut it down. Like they can't dance on tables. Yeah, right. Can't dance on tables. That's fucked. But they upgraded Gilligan's. Still can't dance on tables at Gilligan's. No, but you can lay on the lay by the pool. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair trade-off. No, but for me, that time of the year is big. You go Rocky Cup, two weeks. Mackay Cup, two weeks. Townsville Cup, two weeks. Cairns Cup. Yeah. A week, Birdsville. So we'll go into Birdsville. So you throw Cairns, Birdsville, Cairns. So you go Cairns Cup, Birdsville Cup, Cairns Amateurs. So it's just an absolute massive, massive month. Yeah. Well, two months of racing for me. Yeah. And I've had... Great run. And I'm out. I've, I've, at this time, I'm um, don't be silly, back Bubba Tilly. I'm that, I'm that person at this the time. Number, the number one saying. The number one saying. Mine is if you're silly if you're backing Bubba Tilly. <laughs> but, so I don't I'm, know, big fella. You've pulled me out of the hole a few times, I'll tell you that much. I'm this person this time at Birdsville, you know. Like I've just won a Rocky Cup. I think it was 2018, 2019. And I've just met, the, you know, a few famous people, you know. Like I'm just finally stepping up to know these people. And I met this bald bloke and I was in Brisbane full of piss. I said, who are you? He said, I play cricket. That doesn't help me. He goes, that's all you need to know. That's the first time I've seen him. He's driving around. I think, it was, I think he had a, um, either, I think he had a Lambo at the time. I said, oh yeah, don't know you. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, I get these free tickets to the cricket, to the Big Bash. Brisbane Heat. We rolled in the Brisbane Heat, me and three other boys, Ryan Hansen and a few others, the old snake, good bloke. He's this ball bloke. 
I said, who's this bloke? He goes, it's Chris Lynn. Chris Lynn ended up being one of my best mates. And I'm sitting there, he goes, give him a lip. And I'm just there firing shots after the game. Like, you know, I think he just, he give us tickets and it's called the, the, the at the time, Brisbane Heat used to call it the, um, the Bash Brothers at the time. That was um, Baz McLaughlin and Chris Lynn. And the section of seating we were sitting in was where they hit the most sixes. Yeah, right. And, and I remember getting this text message on Instagram message saying, make sure you wear something bright so I can find you. And I thought he was just done with a crying face. And he was being smart. So I've rocked up, you know, just might have had like a, like a ruffle and yellow shirt, like, yeah. And he's hit this ball. And I remember sitting there and I was like, I've lost it, boys. I've lost it. And we're second tier and there was a brick wall there and then there was like the VIP there. And I was like, I've lost it, I've lost it. And I've just dived to the ground because I've lost it and it hit the brick wall right in front of me. And I said, he did not plan that. That's a mistake. <laughs> like he's not that good. And literally I'm not, I wish I could add GS to this story. Yeah. Hit the fucking brick wall. That I'm like, I'm sitting here in the brick walls there. Hit the wall and I was just like, and he's just pointed the bat and laughed. And I was like, no way. No way did he mean that. And after, after that he goes, I knew where you were. I put you where I wanted it. Like, I got the seats you wanted. And I was like, fuck, that's wild. And somehow he ended up with my number. And yeah, I'm, in, right. I'm in Birdsville. <laughs> and after that night, we've become good mates, you know, yep. real good mates to this day. Um, I try and avoid him because he's just an absolute alcoholic and just a menace. Yeah. Just a menace. And I'm in Birdsville. Sounds like my sort of like. Oh, worse. <clears throat> so I'm in, I'm in Birdsville. Anyway, Saturday morning, I'm in this makeshift spa. It's half a 44. It was just a half a 44 in a shower cubicle filled with hot water. I get a text message. It was Chris, any tips? I was like, I don't have the energy for you. And I put the phone down. Phone rings. Said, yes, Chris. More than the pump with the boys. A bit like yourself. Give me a tip. I said, I'll win the Birdsville Cup. Without a doubt, I will win this Birdsville Cup. I was on the favourite. Like, I thought it was unbeatable. SEL, Cousins Horse, Les Bakers. This thing's unbeatable. I said, he goes, are you sure? I said, if I don't win the Birdsville Cup, I said, you know your five-litre ball of grey gooses? He said, yeah. I said, I'll buy you one of them and two strippers at, at, at Kittens. He said, I can't lose. Can't lose here. Said, that's it. That's it. I was so confident. Got, yep. I got done half a head on the line. Right. On the line. Oh. Before the winning post, straight after, I won. Mate, I was never, I've never been so angry. I forgot about, I forgot about Chris. Like, yeah, didn't yeah. even worry about that. Forgot about that. I was just so angry because that's just, that's just my goal in life. Yeah. to win a Birds of a Cup. I'm going back this year yeah. to do it. Craig Smith said to me, he's got a horse that he can win a Birds of a Cup. And I said, well, you're the man that can do it. You've heard it, heard it first here heard on the Proper first? True Yarn podcast. Craig, Craig. Bubba, Till, Bubba Tilly to ride the Birdsville Cup winner this year. Long as, uh, long as that good thing doesn't go back out that Todd Austin used to train um, that I won, won in town in, what was its name? Oh, fuck. Fuck, you put me on, you've put me on that many winners, you bastard. I fucking lose track. Anyway, we'll finish the Birdsville. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so filthy. Yeah. That night. Well, that afternoon, all I got was, I win both ways. That's what he said to me. Yeah. Like, Fuck. And this was 2019, September 2019. 2020 rolls around that, that 
that thing called COVID hit and we all shut down and Chris just got a big big contract. I think it was in either Dubai or England to go play cricket. IPL India? Might have been, in, might have been India. So he's got a big big contract and he's, he's done what you what you do best is gave his missus and the girls a free trip away for the week and he said, I'm having the boys over at home. We're going to have just a going away party. Just, you know, just the boys. Yeah, sweet. So I went to, um, went to Bow Desert and I wasn't finished until late. And, I wanted, and Chris had started at three o'clock in the other. And I went out to Bow Desert and it was pissing down rain. We had the first race and I come in and I said, I can't see, I'm out. Like, this is dangerous. Yeah. Went home and I said, oh. and, and I text Chris, race is off on my way. And all I got back was, don't forget your bet. Shit, so I'm Googling six litre grey goose, six litre grey goose. Could not find it anywhere. Portside of all places. I live three blocks from Portside in Brisbane. They've done it. I've rolled in there, $660 for this bowl of grey goose. And I said, I want that. I said, no worries. I said, can you do a better price than 660 Like, come on. Yeah. It had dust on it. I said, we'll give it to you for 600 So, yep, done. Tap. Got in the car, drove home. The boys picked me up. We got the Uber. Walked in. Me being a pest, just ringing the doorbell. And I got, yes, I know you're here. Fuck off. So anyway, walked in. He goes, put your phone in the bowl, you know. Sweet, no worries. Phone went on the went in the fish bowl, you know. There's ten yeah. phones in there. Boys around, and I've walked in. Chris is like, you beauty. Like there was all of his true mates, like high school yeah, yeah, mates, yeah. and that. He's jumped up and he said, "This is a true friend. You all should learn." Grab me. He's taken this bowl of grey goose, and mind you, I'm carrying it like a twelve month old baby. Yeah. And I'm like, here, Russ. Anyway. You're the best. You're the, like, you know, I can't believe you've done this. Like, put it in his safe. He never, never even drank it. Anyway, he come back and I had a taser from Bali, like a torch taser. I said, oh, I also brought this. I went, whack, and it just drove him in the ribs. And he's just, mm. and down he went. He goes, took it off and put it in the safe. He goes, you're not getting that back neither. <laughs> he goes, if one of these other boys gets hold of this, this is dangerous. Anyway, we, used to, we stayed there until, I think it was 11 o'clock we stayed there until. Anyway, he goes, Second half of the bet, I said, I need some cash. Mind you, by this time, I mean the baggy greens, the helmet, running around his house, <laughs> you know, running around his house. There was only two rules, phone in the phone in the bowl and no one outside because, you know, locked all the doors. And yeah, I understand. All the curtains down. We, all, we had a greatest time there. Oh, sure. And I'm running around in baggy greens, like, you know. Yeah. And, and his mate, Jellic, he's in, I don't know, something else, like in these yellow... His cricket, we found his cricket room and we're running at each <laughs> other with helmets on, just headbunning each other, you know, like <laughs> yeah. laughing at like nine o'clock at night. And he goes, go get some money. So me and Jellic run. Like Jellic's probably 32, like he's a lot older than me. Thought he was wiser. Him and I run to the BP to get cash out. Little did we know we had Lynn 50 on our back with helmets <laughs> and pads. <laughs> Middle of COVID, not a car on the, not a car on the road. We're running to the BP. I've done eight transactions at yeah. two hundred bucks to yeah. get money out. Run back. I said, "Here's a rest. Get the girls anyway. Stay there." I wish I could say the night ended there. And anyway, it all died down. Eleven o'clock come around. I said, "Right, boys, I'm going." Chris goes, "Take my kid off." 
like take my kid off. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took my kid off, gave him his kid back. I said, see you boys, you know, love you, love you mate. Have fun in India. Yeah, 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 yeah. So off I went to Johnny Ringo's. <laughs> and I thought, oh. And the Johnny Ringo's, one of, me, one of my good mates is a DJ there. Yeah. So I'm behind, behind the DJ booth, you know. No standing at this time. Like you went to a pub, a club, you had to sit out and I'm just like running through this club on cloud nine, full of Red Bull and Grey Goose. Like we just popped this six-litre bowl of Grey Goose. Like, like it was just unbelievable night and they're telling me, sit down or you're getting kicked out, sit down. I said, who's going to kick me out? You can't touch me. COVID. <laughs> and... And they're just like, Baba. And there was no one in there. Like, there was literally yeah. no one in there. And I'm ordering 10 drinks at a time. It was the most expensive night of my life. When I woke up the next day, I looked at me banking again. I'm like, that sucked. That <laughs> absolutely sucked. But that's a proper true. Proper true, yeah. Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.